You're listening to episode number 25 of the Purpose Gathering Podcast. In today's episode, I want to help you assess your habits and then zone in on any habits that you wish to change and walk you through my five-step system to break these bad habits. Now, you're probably in one of two camps right now. You're either in complete denial, like, I have no bad habits. What are you talking about? Or you're super critical and you can think of like 10 habits you need to break. Whichever camp you're in, I want you to focus on just one habit for the sake of this episode. Now, if you're having a hard time finding a bad habit, maybe just ask your closest friend, family member, or your spouse, and I'm sure that they can help you pinpoint just one area that you can work on. Now, I want you to choose one habit to focus on that is going to have the biggest impact and the biggest change in your life. So if you haven't honed in on what that one thing is yet, go ahead and listen to the episode. And I'm sure that by the end of it, you will have that one thing zoned in. So let's get right into today's episode. Hey mama, welcome back to the Purpose Gathering Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Freehan, and I'm here for all you mompreneurs out there feeling torn between raising a thriving family and building a business you love. I'm a photographer, community founder, podcaster, wife, and mama saved by grace, so I can totally relate to you multi-passionate mamas. Join me every week where I share with you the strategies and mindset shifts that you need to find peace and passion in motherhood and business so that you can have more time for the things that matter, like Netflix and cookie dough. But seriously, are you ready to transform your life from feeling frazzled to focused and be equipped with the tools you need to juggle all the things? If so, you're in the right place. Hey mama, welcome back to the show. I am so happy that you're here with me. I have been having just the absolute best time with this podcast. I can't even believe that this is my 25th episode. I have been at this for several months now and I just love it. I hope that you're looking forward to these weekly conversations. I hope that you are not just listening and soaking in the information, but that you're actually applying what you're learning, you're taking action, and you're implementing what I'm teaching you. Because there's nothing worse than information overload with no output and no action. So I'm going to remind you of that often in this podcast that I really want you to do more than just listen. I want you to actually start making change in your life. So let's just jump right in to the meat of the episode because I know that's why you're here. Let's start with first identifying and assessing your habits. If you're anything like me, I can think of probably eight to 10 really bad habits off the top of my head that I need to work on. But again, for the sake of this episode, I want you to choose one. Now, if nothing comes to mind and you're still kind of drawing a blank, here are just a few examples. Swearing, drinking, overeating, undereating, consuming too much Netflix or too much social media. Maybe you have a bad habit of being on your phone around your kids or at the dinner table. Maybe you constantly are dismissing your kids and you just feel bothered by them. 
these are just a few examples of some bad habits that you might want to consider breaking. Now, I also want you to keep in mind as you're thinking about these bad habits is, are they truly just a bad habit or are they an addiction? Now, I'm obviously not a professional and I am not skilled in talking about addiction, but I do want you to consider that and think about it. If this bad habit is something that you use as a coping mechanism, um, if this bad habit is something that you try to hide from other people, uh, maybe in your family, that could be a sign of an addiction. And so I just want to make you aware of that and point out that that is something that I am not addressing in today's episode. Today's episode is just simply a bad habit that you want to break, not an addiction. So I hope that clears the air. If you are concerned that you have an addiction, this is something that is so important to talk about with a professional and to seek help in that area. Now, I also want you to think about this bad habit. Get that bad habit in your head. So mine right now that I'm going to talk about throughout this episode and that I kind of want to use as a baseline for walking you through this system is the bad habit of neglecting my physical self-care. And this means working out and then also eating a healthy diet. So Now that we have assessed our habits and we've decided on the one habit that we're going to focus on for this episode, I want you to ask yourself, what triggers your bad habit? Now, as humans, we are creatures of habit, so it's very easy for us to fall into unhealthy routines at times. So several months ago, I came down with the flu or some type of sickness, and I was laid out for at least four weeks, and it completely derailed me, and I let it just totally be an excuse, especially after I got better. It was just an excuse not to work out anymore and not to eat healthy. So one of my triggers is I got into a bad routine, and so I'm just going to stay here. Like, it's more comfortable to not do the thing, so I'm just going to make excuses. Another trigger for me is when my kids are being obnoxious and, you know, it's towards the end of the day. So probably I'm hungry. And so then that mood swing kicks in. I'm already frustrated. I'm reaching for those sweets. So that's a trigger for me. And I know that. And so if you can find out what triggers your bad habit, what sets you off, it's much easier for you to start to pivot and make better choices. So write down those habits, write down those triggers anytime that you feel like you want to do that thing. So for me, like anytime I want to reach for sweets or anytime I want to make an excuse, I'm going to journal it. I'm going to write it down so that way I can refer to it and make a plan. When we start to identify our triggers, and we start to realize why we're turning to this bad habit, then it's so much easier for us to replace those bad habits. Okay, so that was step number one, to assess the habit and find out what our triggers are. Okay, step number two is going to be to get an accountability partner. 
Now, I want you to enlist someone who's going to check in on you and hold you accountable. And this person has to obviously be someone who cares enough about you, but they're not afraid to hurt your feelings. Because sometimes we need tough love, and we need people who are going to give it to us straight and not sugarcoat it. So I want you to be strategic about the accountability partner that you choose and Often it's best not to have your spouse be your accountability partner because that can be a sticky situation, especially for me, like when I'm trying to eat healthier at night and we have a sweet addiction and then he brings me a cookie and I feel bad about saying no, so I just need to enlist him in helping me stay accountable. So I've actually asked him that before, like, hey, can you just go eat your cookie in private so I can't see because it's super tempting. (laughs) So you can definitely get your spouse on board, but sometimes if they are not actively trying to break a bad habit, then it's hard to have them try to hold you accountable. So a great example of someone who could hold you accountable would be a trusted friend, somebody who could check in with you every day and ask how you're doing. Like, how many sweets have you had today? Or how many times have you wanted a sweet but you said no? So I actually got this really great idea from Krista Moreland, and she talked about having a visual representation of saying no to something. Uh, Mine was food, but yours could be that bad habit. Whatever your bad habit is, have a visual representation of it. So for me, I used a clear plastic cup and pennies and have a reward for yourself. So if you fill up that jar, although that would take a really long time, so maybe you get 15 pennies in your clear plastic cup and then you get a reward at the end of that. And that's just a really great reminder for you to visually see like, I have self-discipline. I am stronger than this bad habit. I can do hard things, right? So that's just a really tangible example of a way that you could visually see your progress. Okay, so that's step number two. Now let's talk about step number three, which is do not surround yourself with temptations. Okay, I love the phrase out of sight, out of mind. Okay, this is so true, especially on a nutrition journey. Um, But don't don't leave things in your house that are going to tempt you. Don't surround yourself with people who are doing things that are tempting to you. Okay, if you have a hard time or a bad habit with drinking alcohol at the end of the night when your kids just had a really you had a really rough day with your kids. Maybe don't keep that alcohol around. That will help you break the bad habit. Don't even tempt yourself. Don't even make it available. Also, if you're having a hard time being around, being on your phone around your kids, then maybe charge your phone in another area of the home. Don't carry it around on you because that's something I fall into is that if my phone is close by, I will just constantly be checking it. So make sure that you are eliminating the temptation to do the things that you are trying to stop. It seems like a super obvious step, but I think a lot of people fail to do this step and it's crucial if you want to see lasting change. Hey mama, I want to interrupt this episode really quick and just ask you a couple of questions. 
Are you struggling right now to find peace in your home? Feeling like you're out of ideas of how to entertain your kids and you're just tired of playing referee? If so, you're not alone. I've been there too, and some days I'm still there but I am extremely passionate about changing the paradigm of parenting. I am a huge advocate for fostering tight-knit family dynamics surrounded with teamwork, empathy, and laughter. I want you to have this freedom too, knowing that your parenting efforts are working and worth it. I'm so excited to introduce to you the Parenting with Purpose mini workshop. Included in this workshop, you will be receiving a positive parenting training, all about how to become an expert on your children, consequences versus punishment, the four basic emotional needs, and the importance of connection. I want you to know how to establish boundaries and foster independence in your children. The second training is gonna be all about creating a peaceful home and how to handle sibling rivalry. So you're gonna learn how to prevent sibling rivalry, how to foster sibling bonding and create teamwork and peaceful environment in your home, and finally, how to handle sibling conflict with confidence. I know that if you take the time to implement the strategies that I teach you in this workshop, you're going to see amazing change in a short amount of time. The best part is that this workshop is only $27 because I want you to get started right away. Head to thepurposegathering.com slash parenting to sign up and get instant access right away. All right, let's talk about step number four, which is replacing bad habits with better habits. Now, I have a friend who was sharing with me that she struggles with swearing, and it's just something that she feels like she's always done. She's always had a problem with it. She grew up with parents that were swearing a lot, and so it just comes really natural to her to say those words, but she has found that her children are calling her out on it, and it's something that she wants to put a stop to. So number one, super proud of her for even realizing that it was a problem and wanting to make a change. So now instead of totally just being like, hey, I'm going to stop swearing, she can replace some of those words that she typically says with another phrase. So now there's this saying that I love, and it's this. Neurons that fire together, wire together. And you've probably heard me say it before. And what it means is that our brains will connect experiences with feelings and thoughts with words, and it happens instantaneously in our brain. And so if you grew up around family who swore all the time, When you get frustrated, your brain naturally goes to that word because that is how your brain is wired. And it's super fascinating to me how the brain works. Um, But this is something that you can actually retrain. It's called neuroplasticity. And so you can retrain what happens in those neural pathways. And so one of the things that you can do is just replace a phrase with something else. So the first few times that you say the word, you're going to retrain your brain to say a different word. And then you're going to say that word again and again. 
And every time you say the bad word, you just stop and say, oops, I meant, oh, shoot, or whatever, and replace it with a better word. And then pretty soon, you can start replacing that more and more. And so I hope that is helpful, but that is just a really easy, simple way to just stop yourself even after you say the word and retrain your brain. So this same concept would work for any bad habit. So let's circle back to my bad habit of eating sweets at night. So I can replace that bad habit of eating a cookie at night and maybe replace it with instead of having two cookies, maybe I have one. Instead of having one cookie every night, maybe it's every other night. And then maybe on the nights that I don't have my cookie, I'm going to replace that with something that's healthier. I'm not going to just not have anything sweet at night because doing that will just probably make me want it more. Um, but just changing what I'm having. So maybe I'm going to have, you know, apples and peanut butter or a bowl of strawberries or a frozen banana dipped in chocolate or something like that. So I still get that sweet craving, but I'm not having the cookie. And then eventually my brain is going to just be retrained and go for the fruit instead of the cookie. And then my final step in this system is to be consistent. And now this is so important because if we want a bad habit to change, you have to try long enough to retrain your brain to that new habit. Change is not going to happen overnight. You've probably heard the phrase that it takes 21 days to form a habit and it takes like 20 minutes to break one. (laughs) So you want to make sure that you're staying consistent. If you want to replace a bad habit with a good one, it's going to take time. And I want you to praise the progress. Praise the small little moments. Think back to that clear plastic cup with the pennies. If you said no to that bad habit once today or once tomorrow, that is progress. As opposed to saying, always giving in to that temptation. So I want you to start small, start with those small changes, start with those subtle shifts, and then work your way up. But be okay with the fact that it's not going to change instantly. It You did not form that bad habit instantly. That was something that probably over time, it turned into a bad habit and maybe a worse habit. And so just praise the the progress, not the perfection. So I hope that you have found this to be helpful. It is something that I want you to think about and really step into action here. So just to recap, the five-step system is first to assess your habit. Make sure that this habit is not an addiction, that it really is simply a bad habit. Figure out the triggers of the bad habit and journal through that. And be able to be aware of when it's happening and how you can prevent it. Step number two, get an accountability partner. Ask them to check in on you. Don't just say, can you periodically check in on me? Give them like a real time frame. Please check in with me every day. Please check in with me once a week. Whatever it is that you want from them, give them a very clear, tangible expectation. Step number three is to not surround yourself with the temptations. Step four is to replace bad habits with better habits. 
And then step five is to be consistent. So I hope that you take everything that you just learned and apply it. Work through this system with the bad habit that you feel like is going to have the biggest impact on your life. That's going to change your life for the better. Start there. And then once you feel like you have a handle on this habit, move on to the next one and go through this same system again. Do that several different times until you feel like you finally have a handle on these bad habits. Now, this is something that you need to assess on a regular basis because these unhealthy habits are sneaky and they creep up on us when we don't even realize it. So be diligent, stay consistent. If you love today's episode, I would love for you to screenshot it Share it out on Instagram and tag me at The Purpose Gathering so that other mamas out there can hear about the show and start to make lasting impact and change in their own lives. As always, mama, I am here rooting for you and you are not alone on this journey. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Purpose Gathering Podcast. As we end our time together, remember that you were created for more. You were created to thrive with purpose and not just survive. So go out there and live your life with confidence and courage. To become a part of our amazing online community and connect with like-minded mompreneurs, head to thepurposegathering.com mamas. That's M-A-M-A-S to join our private Facebook group. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to take a screenshot and share it on Instagram. Be sure to follow and tag me at The Purpose Gathering. If you haven't had a chance to leave a review, please head to iTunes, even if you're an Android user, and let other mompreneurs know why you love the show. Each review is so valuable to me and helps more mamas like you find this show. I choose one review every episode to share, and yours could be the next one. I'm so proud of you for listening and investing in your future. Together, let's link arms and make a lasting positive impact on our families and communities. You've got this, girl, and I can't wait until next time.